0: Today's episode is brought to you with support from our sponsor, Hiscock Insurance Company. I've been using Hiscock for business insurance and errors and omissions insurance. And let me tell you, it's a huge peace of mind and a security blanket when growing my business. Now you might be thinking, why do I even use Hiscock Business Insurance? Well, they're America's number one online small business insurer and coverage starts at just $22 a month. That's a small price to pay to protect the business that you're building. I'll never forget when I signed up for Hiscock, my mentor was telling me that he had errors and omission insurance for his company. And to be honest, I had to Google what it was. But anyway, it's to protect in the event that any of your employees make a mistake in giving consulting advice to a client. Well, I usually take my mentor's advice to heart. So for my birthday that month, guess what I treated myself to? General Liability and Errors and Omissions Insurance by Hiscock. You might think that that's silly, but trust me, you don't want to face a customer lawsuit or grievance alone, and it's not exactly something you can budget for. Find out how you can protect your business and sign up for a fast free quote today. Click the link in the show description or visit businesslifeandcoffee.com Hiscock for more information. Again, you can click the description in the show description or visit businesslifeandcoffee.com slash Hiscock. That's H-I-S-C-O-X. And now let's get back to the show. Hey, guys, it's your girl, Ashley Graham, and you are listening to Business Life and Coffee podcast with your boy, Joey Price. Hey, what's going on, everybody? We are on the verge of Sherm week. That's the Society for Human Resource Management, and I'll actually be speaking twice down at the conference in New Orleans, so I hope to see you down there. I'll be rocking my business life and coffee tea. I'm sure we're going to get our cool blogger t-shirts as well, so make sure you stop by and find me and say hello. This episode, we've got Raymond Smothers, who is an author and an entrepreneur. And he's a super exciting guy to talk to, to learn a story. Uh, We're talking all about fear and how you can overcome fear to achieve your goals, whether you are an entrepreneur or you are uh, making it in the professional world and you've got some ladders to climb and some glass ceilings to break. So take a look at take a listen to this episode and I'd love to hear your thoughts. Make sure you're subscribing on iTunes and Podbean and also on SoundCloud. Uh, we love five star reviews, so if you can give me a five star review on iTunes, that'd be excellent. Uh, and then we've got some merch on the website, businesslifeandcoffee.com. So without further ado, let's go straight into the interview with Ramon. Uh, so I'm joined by Ramon Smothers who is an ex-engineer turned full-time entrepreneur, and he recently launched his self-published book entitled The Fear of Greatness. And if you're looking for that book, you can Google it, but you can go over to Amazon.com and find it. And who better to hear about overcoming fear and pursuing growth greatness than the man himself, Ramon. Welcome to the show. <laughs>
1: Thanks a lot, man. Thanks a lot. That was an amazing introduction. I'm glad to be here.
0: (laughs) You know, people say that, man, about the uh, uh, intros being amazing, but honestly, you guys are amazing. So I'm I'm just spitting facts, man. (laughs) You know, you guys are out there crushing it, doing your thing, launching businesses, writing books. So if it's awesome, it's
1: because you're awesome. <laughs> well yeah yeah that's that's a good way to put it man i, I like like you said i i've never uh i've always been kind of a modest guy, so to hear it coming from someone else I was like, okay, yeah, that was pretty cool, you know so, yeah, yeah. I appreciate it man
0: yeah, man, you're welcome, and I forgot to mention that you also have your podcast uh two Peas in a pod, and that's uh we are two peas in a pod dot com uh with your wife, right
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh yeah, actually when you when you did your introduction, I was taking notes cuz I was like, okay, yeah, I mean, I may be able to use some of this uh this this genius, this introduction genius. <laughs> but yeah, two peas in the pod uh it's a podcast that me and we co-host. We actually live it over on Facebook. And then afterwards, I kind of get the audio and and I, and I upload it up to iTunes and and do it like that. So we're building that over on Facebook's platform, and we have, man, it's, it's been a lot of fun. We're averaging maybe like eight thousand to ten thousand people reached every episode so far, and we're on episode twelve, man. So well, that, I can't wait to see how that how that how that goes.
0: That's cool. So you're you're doing I guess a live show on Facebook and then ripping it and then sending it to iTunes. That's that's right. how that works. Right. Also, awesome. mm-hmm. I never I never thought of that. So. With a live show, that's kind of cool. You have the, um, the, uh, the element of asking questions and stuff. which Right. Makes, that makes a lot yeah, of sense. We do have
1: a, yeah, and, 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 and the audience loves it. Like They can engage the whole, um, the whole interview at the end. We, we actually put them in and we're like, okay, well, we're going to have a live Q&A session towards the end. Anything you want to ask to this particular guest that we have on this week. And uh, and we get we get some good questions, man. And and the the interviewee, the people that we're interviewing, they always kind of enjoy it because they get to actually interact with the audience live and answer any questions that they have right there on spot. So yeah, it's a lot of fun.
0: Oh wow! Well, you know what? I'm over here taking notes now too, so I can get some of your <laughs> podcast genius because that's a really good idea. And Facebook is a huge platform. Uh, where people, everybody's on Facebook. Everybody and their mama literally is on Facebook. So that's a cool way to reach people just off the top. How did you, you know, so your, your podcast is Two Peas in a Pod podcast. Um, Is there a story behind the name? Uh, Are you, are you and your wife sort of like similar in your, uh, in your thinking? And, do you guys dress alike and all that cool stuff? Couples do. My wife and I somehow we wind up dressing alike only because I just get lazy. I look at what she's wearing. I'm like, all right, well, those colors are cool. I can find something similar. But why? Why is it? Uh, why is it two peas in a pod podcast?
1: <laughs> Man, that's an interesting question. We've never gotten asked that actually. Uh, <laughs> but you know what? It is because we're. We are both um, online entrepreneurs, and we decided to make that happen. I was an ex-engineer, like you said. Uh-huh. She is an ex-registered nurse, and we both left our fields of um, our careers and decided to become online entrepreneurs and take life into our, our own hands. And so, Two Peas in the Pod was just a fitting title for it, and actually, she kind of came up with it, and I was like, baby, that's genius. <laughs> because because we, i mean it, it just goes you know and, and it, I, we she that was the first name she threw out and that was the and that stuff and we've been and we decided that but yeah i'm an ex-engineer she's an ex-nurse and we we're both uh jumped ahead first into online entrepreneurship and offline entrepreneurship uh as well but uh yeah man for the past two two and a half years we've both been in sync with entrepreneurship and just um building our own brands and legacies and and uh living life how we want to man
0: nice well, tell us about your businesses. what do you all have going on?
1: Well, she's an online uh online coaching business mentor i like I said, I have the podcast I have my blog site over at mothers dot com mm-hmm. I'm a newly published author I do a little bit of real estate I have a rental car business um and then me and a few of my buddies, we have a cleaning service that we that we just started. Um and so I'm kinda I I'm am kind of diving and dabbing in, in, in a few things, but uh I mean it's like I said, when when it's all fun. Yeah. It's exactly what I wanted. I worked a job for six years that I didn't I didn't love. And yeah. and it's what I went to school for. I paid money <laughs> to get a degree. <laughs> And go and and to be able to qualify for that job, yeah. And when it didn't own for me to realize that I didn't like it, but um, six years doing it basically out of fear of of jumping into anything else, and so yeah. that's kind of how the book came about.
0: Well, so so why were you afraid? of? I'm, we're building up to the to the book, but um, why why were you afraid? Why were you working at your job and feeling afraid? What was What was the fear that was uh that was surrounding you
1: at that point i didn't even recognize it was fear Uh like i was just comfortable and content you know the the money was good um and then i started working a schedule where i don't know if you're familiar with the oil field but you you go to an oil rig for maybe two weeks at a time my particular schedule was two weeks at a time so i would go offshore Working an all rig on the in the middle of the Gulf of Mexico, and I would be out there for two weeks. Then I'd be off, home, free for two weeks. Uh, and so, a lot of the guys when they get a schedule like that, they retire mm-hmm. because it becomes an endless cycle of just comfort, good money, good food, and and free time. Yeah. And um. And so when I. When I got the schedule, I was kind of like, I knew that I wanted to become an entrepreneur. I knew I didn't want to retire. When I got the schedule, I was like, okay, well, look, I'm going to have two weeks, uh, every two weeks to build something on the side. I didn't quite know what it was what it was going to be at that time, but I knew I wanted to build a business. I knew I wanted to build something separate of that job on my free time. And so when I started, six months flew by, hadn't started nothing on the side, mm. but I was getting paid, I was, I was comfortable, I was coming home, and I'd just have free time. I'd catch up with people, I'd visit family, I'd hang out with my buddies, uh, you know, I would just have all day to myself to basically just do nothing. Yeah, and were you and married at this time? What'd you say?
0: I said, were you married at this time when you had the uh, two weeks on, two weeks off?
1: No, we were We were um, still dating at the time. Oh, okay, cool. We dated maybe like a year after I started that schedule. Oh, cool, cool. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so a lot of comfort. So six months flies by, then a year flies by, and I still hadn't started nothing. And I'm like, and I'm anxious, I'm, I'm a little... I guess I know that I want to start something on the side, but I still quite haven't figured it out, and it's be- and it's kind of because I'm just comfortable, and uh, and so a year and a half comes by, flies by, six months, six more months <laughs> fly by, and I actually uh that's when I, I I kicked it in. Okay, look, I've been out here a year and a half. I wanted to start something a year and a half ago. I'm comfortable. I'm procrastinating. I, at this point, I still doesn't. I still don't realize it was fear until mm-hmm. I was back at it, it. was like I was just scared of change because, I mean, five and a half years I stayed at that job and I didn't even like it. You know, I was just doing it. It didn't. It, it wasn't what I went to school for. Actually, it required an engineering degree, but it wasn't in my field of engineering. Yeah. You know, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And there's uh, a whole bunch. There's like mechanical engineers, chemical engineers, electrical. Right. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Okay, I was I was electronic engineering, electronic engineering, and uh, what I was doing had nothing to do with electronic <laughs> electronic engineering. <laughs> and I was just and I was just afraid to to jump out there and just do something different because I had grown comfortable. I had grown up uh, kind of content with with just making that paycheck every every two weeks. Yeah, and um, and I had to kick it into gear, man. After about a year and a half, I said, okay, look, enough is enough. I started looking into um, things to do on the side. I actually started looking into franchises to invest in, start a franchise on the side. Um, at this point I was looking to um, invest my whole 401k. Like that's, oh. that's where I was. That's where I was at this point. Cause I was, I was just tired of the schedule. I was tired of that work. Um, and I knew I wanted to be an entrepreneur. Yeah. So I was going to take my whole 401k and just invest it into into a franchise. or And then I started, then I read the book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Mm-hmm. And that's when the light, light bulb went off. Like, man, I've been doing it wrong. <laughs> like, <laughs> wrong. You know what I'm saying? I've been saving money, saving money collecting paychecks, scared to spend my money. Yeah. You know, my savings look good. But I was, like, after I read Rich Dad, Poor Dad, I was really ready to spend my whole savings in my, in my <laughs> in my four hundred and one k, and invest in something that was going to uh, bring me money, bring me passive income, but also give me something I can I can hand down to my kids.
0: Yeah. And um. And for for those for those that don't know uh, that are listening and like rich dad poor dad, I I, I kind of with entrepreneurship and really successful entrepreneurship, I think there is like a there's a blueprint for it where if you're reading the right, you can tell who's who's uh, on the right path if they're reading and applying certain books. And Rich Dad Poor Dad is is like number one on the list. Uh, Rich Dad Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki is number one on the list for people that are entrepreneurial minded and want to build a business.
1: highly recommend it, I agree 100%. If anybody ever asked me, um, what book would I recommend? I always say that one.
0: That and and the Fear of Greatness. That's going to be my next
1: recommendation. And, and listen, I was about to, I was about to say that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man, uh, that was amazing. I, I, I had fun doing that. So. Awesome.
0: So you've got this job and. You don't like it but you realize you're procrastinating. You realize that you've been there six months, a year, four years, five years, time ticking. Uh, so what what made you launch? What made you start your businesses?
1: Um and actually man, after that I still kinda you know, I was looking at franchises, uh I flew out to to Nebraska and met with like the CEO of the franchise that I was about to invest in, and they they wanted to do business. Uh-huh. They were ready. You know, they were ready to take my money. Basically. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Believe that. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> um, and then uh, and I was about to I was I was actually about to pull the trigger, and me and my wife we pushed the wedding up, um, we pushed the wedding up, and we and we had it because we was like look. We don't need to. We're not gonna have a big wedding. That's how I said. Like we've been on the same kind of a uh, same tip for a long time. We didn't want to spend a lot of money on a big wedding, so we pushed it up and had a very small wedding. Um, invited a few, uh, invited our closest family, closest friends, and did that. So we pushed the wedding up, and um, so that kind of pushed back the the um, the investment with the franchise. And so we get married a few years, a few months. After that, in April of 2016, and um, we get married, and then we go on this beautiful honeymoon to Thailand. We go out there for two weeks, and then I come home, and I'm ready to jump back in it, ready to call uh, complete nutrition. I mean, the franchise that I was that I was uh, that I was about to invest in, and I get a call that I'm laid off. Mm. So now, what like? You know, you know, you go from an incredible high and if I can backtrack, I read rich dad, poor dad, the book that highly recommended. And I promise you this three, four months after I read that book, I bought a duplex. <laughs> <laughs> I bought a I I made a real estate investment uh-huh. <laughs> and I bought a duplex and I'm living on one side and I have tenants living on the other side right now. Yeah, And I mean, we've been in that duplex for a year and a half now. Uh, or a little under a year and a half and um, and then I, then now, now we get married so we buy the duplex we get married, we go on our honeymoon and then two days after the honeymoon I'm supposed to ter- return to work they call me and tell me don't come back <laughs> so man. and so man that was like a crushing bro and, and, and on top of that when we get back our, our new duplex was broken into fully robbed man I mean don't ask. <laughs> went through every room in the house. They went through drawers. They went through closets. They went through everything, man. And uh, and lucky for us, we kind of had like all our valuables with us on our honeymoon. Yeah. Um, but they still took a uh, you know TVs and and computer desktop computers things things like that. Yeah. And so, so we're dealing with the break in. Um, and then two days later, I get laid off. So, complete high of a wedding, beautiful honeymoon turns into a, a low. And, and I had a decision to make. Um, did I want to experience that feeling again or did I want to take control over my life? And I had, like you said, I was already in the mindset that I'm going to make this this entrepreneur thing work. The first thing was the real estate investment. The next thing was going to be this this franchise that I was investing into. And I said, I'm still going to make this work. And I had to overcome, but I, but at the same time, I had to overcome a fear of being broke. Like for, for, for me, the fear of being broke was a, was, was a big one because I, I, I grew up, um, I didn't grow up with a lot. Yeah. You know, like yeah. my mother, I was a single mother. She raised me and my, me and my younger sister. So we were always kind of watching what we spent. Where Where our money's going, and so when I finally started making money at my job, I never wanted to spend it, yeah, so I was saving, saving saving, and for me to even make investments like that was like a big deal, you know, because yeah. I never wanted to spend money and um and so overcoming that fear of just being broke and 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 watching my savings account dwindle over a year of uh i mean after the layoff and just deciding. Okay I'm not going back to work. I'm gonna make this entrepreneur thing work i'm I'm gonna overcome this fear of being broke overcome this fear of being able not being able to provide for my wife and not being able to help my mother like I want to anymore things like things like that it was like a big deal to me and something that I really really had to overcome to be able to do that and um and so. After I got laid off, I made this decision that I'm, I'm gonna, uh, make some things happen. So I uh, started the rental car business, and we can touch on that. And then I, I decided to, I started writing. I, started the podcast, and everything was was you know kind of turned around and was looking good. It's still not bringing in a lot of money. Yeah. Um. Then I wrote a book, and I put everything. I put all my fears. My my, my my thoughts how i overcame it the my, the mindset shift how we how we grow up fearing um things that we don't even realize we're fearing you know what i'm saying like the 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 reason i wanted to save so much money was because i was so desperately afraid of being broke again i know how it felt to be broke and so i never wanted to feel that way again and uh so I saved and I and I didn't like to spend. And so the book talks about all that and that's how that's basically how it started. That's how I was able to kinda of overcome those fears, overcome um the anxiety, the stress of just starting something new, man, and taking control of, of, of my life I feel.
0: Well, man, you're you're definitely doing it and I mean it, it took it took uh some life forces to kind of make it happen with the the layoffs and and the robberies but I, I wouldn't even say it took those things I mean I believe you already had it in you but when when life comes at you you know the best thing to do is to hit back as hard as you can and i mean you're you've got your businesses and your wife is doing her thing so kudos to you guys for making it happen um I want to I wanna talk about something in your book where you talk about the five types of fear. Uh, mm-hmm. Extinction, mutilation, loss of autonomy, separation, abandonment, or rejection, uh, and then humiliation, shame, or worthlessness. Which yes. one uh, do you think kind of is the most prevalent? And what are some of your thoughts on how to face these fears and overcome them?
1: Man, um, I guess the the most prevalent is definitely, to me, is ego death,
0: mm-hmm. and I
1: talk about that in the book, and it's basically feeling that, or it's, it's just any feeling of embarrassment. Um, you know, we grow up, and we're kind of conditioned to, maybe we were the butt of a joke a long time ago, and... And when was the butt of that joke? Everyone mm-hmm. makes fun of us. We grow up with this insecurity of maybe we dress a certain way or we look a certain way or we talk a certain way. And so we grow up with this fear of not ever wanting to be embarrassed again or we try to start overcompensating for whatever it is that we, that we experienced at a very, very, uh, very young age. Mm-hmm. And, and, so, and, it, and that also has to do with a lot also has a lot to do with what people think of us, and so we start overcompensating because we don't want we want to portray a certain image, and we don't want people to um we want people to to look at us in a in a certain light and for me, it was kind of like I used to care a lot about what people think I never really wanted to step on the one toe i mean i was already, i was always polite i was always and these are things that I was growing up. Don't get me wrong; I don't see them as as, as a flaw, but I did care a lot about what people thought, a lot about um, what what how they how they portrayed me, and uh, and I think it's that's that's common in a lot of us, and we don't even realize it. And so we grow up kind of timid. We don't we don't we don't we don't speak our mind a lot of the times because because we, we don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. Yeah. We don't want to, you know, we don't want to, we don't want to be alone. We don't want to look like the outsider. We want to be accepted. And so the biggest, the biggest fear I would say is, is, is ego death because we, we care so much a lot about what people think that we, it stops us from, from doing things that we truly want to do. Um, and so when I jumped into entrepreneurship, I had to, I had to come out of that. I had to face that and be like, look, I don't care if people, I don't care what people think about the blog site that I'm starting. I don't care what people think about the podcast, even this book. Yeah. Like I know it's some, I put some people that that's not going to agree with everything I wrote in this book, but I can't care about it because that's, that, that, you know, that stops a lot of us in this, in our track anyway." because we 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 care about what other people think and a book a work of art it opens you up to a lot of critics you know you like people are reading this and they know you're writing it and they're like okay is this what he thinks or is this how he thinks and so i had to overcome all of that and so my best advice for anybody that cares a lot about what people think or 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 is letting that hold them back. I like to think of fear as like something that you okay. Fear is an imagined event. Mhm. The anxiety you feel from an imagined event. That's so true. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> the definition of it. that's like if you look it up that's the definition of it. And so if if we if we like really think about that and put a grasp and try to grasp that idea that fear is imagined. So I'm imagining things that, that I, I mean, I'm imagining what people may think about me if I put out a book or sometimes you, you imagine what, what people may think of you. If you say this, you don't even know how they're going to react, but fear stops you from saying it. Fear stops you from doing it because you're worried about, what you think they might think, yeah. right? Like, it's, it's, it's a whole bunch of imaginary events going on that's stopping you from actually taking action.
0: And all this time, and, th- the reality is yeah. that most of these people whose opinions we're worried about, either they aren't our customers anyway, or, like, there's so many, there's so much more people out there that need to hear what we have to say other than the people that we think are not going to like it. Um, so um, I, I know there's like a, a meme somewhere, but you know, if your opinions don't pay my bills, then unfortunately <laughs> I can't just let my, uh, my activities begin and end with what you think about.
1: Them. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I mean, and, and that's so true. Like we have, we really have to realize that. And for me, overcoming that overcoming of fear I mean, I, I like to put it into what's real and what's not real. Yeah. Be afraid if a tornado is coming your way and it's saying that it's landing and you, see the, and you see the tornado right outside your house, okay, you should be afraid. Yep. But you shouldn't be afraid of what someone is, might think of you because that's unreal. Like, you just made that You imagined that because you don't really even know the outcome. That tornado is an immediate threat to your life and your danger. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and you're lively. It yeah. presents a danger. Yeah. But, so a lot of us, we don't step out on faith. We don't do what we actually want to do because we don't know how it's going to actually turn out, whether it's a thought or whether it's it's me becoming uh, broke again, you know. Uh, but I I I had to learn to, like a lot of us, we say we walk by faith and not by sight. But when it's time to actually walk by faith and not by sight, we, we, we hesitate, you know? And this, and this past year, year and a half, has just been all faith from, from my end, you know? And, and I can't say that fear hasn't crept back up, or, you know, I'm not afraid every day, but I'm learning to overcome that fear with really safe and knowing that the work that I'm putting in the efforts that I'm putting in the the, the people that actually need to need to hear this message all this all this is going to is going to pay off and so you you have to become you have to become more um satisfied with winning than you are afraid of losing yeah and that's that's, that's, that's where I'm
0: at right now man this uh um, this conversation reminds me of people people wonder why i'm a huge fan of uh, kanye west but what kanye means to me what he represents for me is a person who is like so crazy enough to pursue their their goals regardless of what other people might say and if you I won't dive, like, too deep into it because it could take a whole podcast on its own. But, like, if you listen to his rants at concerts, if you listen to uh, his VH1 Storytellers album, like, he says a lot of things that are about facing your fear, doing it anyway, like, having a high sense of self-confidence because, I mean, the world's going to tell you that you ain't nothing anyway so why not believe that you have the ability to to pursue your dreams so um yeah man i'm I'm a huge fan of uh people that are out here accomplishing their goals at the midst of fear and uh false realities you know what we imagine exactly. yeah
1: that, that last time yeah, you ran i didn't i didn't have a problem with not one word he said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> because I know, man, you have to you have to believe in yourself. You well let's to, let's uh be,
0: let's let's preface this um let's pause it here and say we are doing this in May of twenty seventeen. There will probably be another Kanye rant and we cannot uh we can't disclaim whether we agree with that or not because he might go off the deep end. You know how he, how he is. But, uh, yeah, so the last right. one he did, as of May, not like anything he's done since then. <laughs> Mm-mm.
1: Yeah, yeah, disclaimer. <laughs> I like that.
0: Yeah, man. So how can uh, how can people contact you, and where can they find the book?
1: Yeah, so um, find me at Ramonesmothers.com, that's R-A-M-O-N, Smothers S M O T H E R S dot com. Um, that's my site. That's my blog site. Um, that's 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 I think that's my page, That's my space in this in this noisy internet world. Uh, also, the book is available um, on Amazon. The Fear of Greatness. Um, and also find my podcast at WeAreTwoPeasInAPod dot com that I co-host with me and my wife um facebook twitter instagram is all the same ramon underscore smothers
0: awesome well thanks ramon for being on the show and if you have any final advice uh definitely let us know Uh, but i'll definitely be following you and keeping in touch
1: thanks a lot man for having me
0: all right man you take care
1: all right man you too Thanks for listening to the Business, Life & Coffee Show with Joey Price. We hope you're inspired to become the best version of yourself after listening to our guest. What thought or idea stood out the most to you? Keep the conversation going by tweeting the show at BizLifeCoffee or our host at JoeyVPriceHR with the hashtag BLCMoments. And if you like what you just heard, pass along our podcast to at least five people. Detailed show notes can be found at www.BusinessLifeAndCoffee.com. And our full archive is available on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, and Google Play. This has been a Jumpstart HR production. Join us next time for another edition of the Business Life and Coffee Show.